Hello everyone and welcome back to Make Better Wedding Films, the home of new ideas for radical films about people in love. My name is Ben, I will be your host and before we get into the show, just got a couple of announcements from our sponsors. The first of which is Musicbed. Now today we are talking all about soft, elegant, emotive kinds of wedding films and what better place to find that sort of music for your wedding films than Musicbed. Other websites, you might be able to chuck in ambient, you might be able to chuck in cinematic, but the beautiful thing about Musicbed is how they curate their incredible library of music. Sure, you could search for ambient, you could search for cinematic, but they've also got a delicate playlist. They've got drift playlists, psychedelic playlists, enchanted playlists. So just much more granular, thought out, careful curation of incredible music to help you guys find the perfect track for your emotive, elegant, soft wedding film. Make sure you guys check out Musicbed. Use the promo code MBWF and make sure you use the link below. That lets them know that we sent you and you get your first month free. Our second sponsor is Studio Ninja. Now, if you're like me, you hate admin. It gets in the way of all the fun, creative stuff. So why not automate as much of your admin as possible with Studio Ninja. They are the leading studio management software for photographers and videographers. So make sure you check them out with the link below and you can get 50% off your first year, which is huge. So yeah, check them out again. Let them know that we send you, which helps out the show. Alrighty, that's it for the announcements. On to the episode. Husband and wife team, The Augusts, are a photo and video powerhouse who started their business at the start of the pandemic. On today's show, I'm talking with them about their uniquely elegant and emotive filmmaking style and how they have developed a synergistic workflow that allows Rebecca to capture photos and Jonah to capture video, each in the best way possible. My name is Ben and this is Make Better Wedding Films. Jonah, Rebecca, kia ora. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks for so having much. us. Yeah, man, we're really excited to be here. We are uh, beyond stoked. Yeah, so am I, man. So, so am I. I've, I've um, seen you guys work for a while now. It's uh, it's nice to finally have you on the on the show. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we're we're stoked, man. We're we're huge fans of you. Been following you for a while, and Jonah freaked out when uh, you asked him to be on his podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> to be completely transparent, I was jumping around, being like, "No way, this is insane!" Hey. <laughs> Mutual appreciation society. Um, <laughs> lovely, amazing. So, um, for everyone at home, I think it's always good to start off with a little bit of sort of background on who you guys are, who who are Rebecca and Jonah, who are the Augusts. Uh, tell us a little bit about. You guys yeah for yeah. sure um so we live in like near vancouver bc in canada um and we do wedding photos and videos um we're married um we what else can i say about us yeah pretty much that's about it kind of consumes our whole life yeah, in a good both, way we both do it full time um yeah been doing it for we've been in the wedding world for maybe like six or seven mm-hmm. years yeah um, but kind of full in all in the last few years yeah yeah did you meet through weddings or through photography or? um no we actually met when we were like teenagers um and yeah just kind of randomly we we didn't grow up in the same town or anything we were just happened to be in the same place at the same time and yeah then, well long story long story short we were 16 and 15 i saw rebecca at this event and i was like yep <laughs> i'm making the connection and then a couple of years later, we <laughs> started teenagers. <laughs> just so young. We started dating. Um, yeah, eighteen, seventeen. We've been together for eight, eight years, years now. Um, but yeah, so Rebecca, you started doing. You're always into photography since you were thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had an uncle uh, in Van. Well, I have an uncle in Vancouver, and he had a photography studio when I was like a teenager. He did like headshots for um, realtors, actors, that sort of thing. Um, and he would bring me into his studio whenever we were visiting and I thought it was just the coolest thing ever. So he gave me lots of photography tips and I think I drew a lot of inspiration, uh, from him and seeing how he worked. Um, so yeah, I've kind of like, you know, had a camera in my hand since I was maybe, a, I don't know, 12 or 11 or 12 years old. Um, 
And yeah, when Joan and I started dating, we uh, kind of started to do it together a little bit more. I would bring Jonah to my weddings. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. You probably uh, shot your first wedding for a friend when you were 18. Young in high school. Was it 17? Yeah, my friend's mom. Oh, yeah, your friend's yeah. mom. And then you did your actual yeah the actual your friend's older brother or something yeah yeah Yeah. i mean once you have a camera like people just start asking yeah people start asking (laughs) like hey can you shoot this so yeah yeah. but you at that point you didn't know that that's what you wanted to do no i yeah when i was graduating high school i wanted to become an art therapist or yeah something something different i I didn't really consider photography too seriously Mm -hmm. yeah so then you started your studies a little bit 19 18 19 right for photography or no for the other one oh yeah yeah i started going to university uh like with intentions of becoming an art therapist or something like Mm -hmm. that um but i lasted about a semester in university out of high school and i was like oh (laughs) i don't know like six years of this that sounds like a lot i don't know if i if i am ready to do that um or if i want to commit to that so i dropped out and i did some, I don't know, soul searching, trying to figure out what I what I wanted to Worked do. Worked at I, a subway for a few months. Well, <laughs> I didn't last yeah. long doing that. Uh, uh, yeah. And all during that time, I was I thought I was going to be a famous musician. A famous musician. Yeah, fresh out of high school. I'm like, I'm making this this happen. Um, so I re- record my own music in uh, my mom's basement. Classic yeah. story. Um, but yeah, we both doing. yeah we both ended up going to school to pursue um, our passion. So he started going to school for audio engineering, music production, that sort of thing. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just try photography school, see what it's like. I know you don't need to go to uh, school to become like a photographer, but I thought I'd give it a try. I had thought maybe I would go into some more commercial type work or fashion photography or something like that. I, I didn't really consider like lifestyle or weddings to be um, my forte necessarily, but um, the school program that I was in was very commercial focused. It was like all in the studio and I just realized that it wasn't so much for me. So mm-hmm. then I kind of went back to doing weddings and I really started to fall in love with the mm-hmm. business side of it and just connecting with different people. Um, and mm-hmm. then we kind of both jumped on that yeah. train together. Yeah. So probably by your last year of school, you're like, you know, maybe when I graduate, I'm just going to spend time focusing mm-hmm. on a wedding specific business. Because throughout your university, you did like maybe like a couple a year. Yeah. And I would I would help. And then, yeah, we got married right after university. And um, yeah. So what, what did you do? Maybe like 10 years, uh, 10 I weddings think, that yeah, year? Yeah, I think the year I graduated university, I did 10 weddings. And then the next year, I think I did 20. And then it just kept expanding. Yeah. So um, at that point, yeah, I was done my audio school and I. I decided I didn't want to really focus on music anymore um, and didn't know what I really wanted to move on to at that point. But I would help Rebecca second shoot just doing photo. And then I went and started studying again, but um, counseling this time. So I was focusing on a degree in counseling. And um, and then maybe a year in after we our business started to grow just naturally, we weren't really pushing it too hard, but yeah, I kind of thought like, hey, if I can, if I don't need to pick up another job and I can just do photography, um, Sounds, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. If we can, you know, make make a living and survive off of of that and then whatever Jonah wants to do. Um, but it really kind of started taking off and Jonah was becoming more and more involved. Um, and then we started getting like a lot of our couples were asking like, hey, do you guys do f- videography? Do you know anyone who does video? Because there weren't a lot. Yeah. There was a few, like the OGs um, who have been doing it for like, a long time in Vancouver. Like Hello um, Tomorrow, yeah. who you had on your, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, we kept getting that question and Jonah was like, I mean, I've dabbled in it. I've done audio engineering, so maybe I should give it a try. Yeah, so that was 2019. I decided to buy a GH5 after doing research. Everyone was saying that was the best camera. So I was like, okay, let's found a used one. Yeah. And then just started learning how to... Yeah, film and just I just practiced on Rebecca. We would go for walks in the forest, film whatever, and then um, started. We had some, yeah, weddings booked for photo, and I was like, well, I can just offer it for free, um, see if I can make a good video, and then go from there. So 2019 was like the year of practicing. Didn't, yeah, didn't advertise to make any money with it. Just wanted to get as good as I could as quick as possible. Um, and then by the end, maybe October that year, we added it to our business and then COVID hit the next year. 
which was a blessing in disguise for us because video became super valuable. So blessing pretty, in disguise for our business, for our business, yeah. for our business. And it just um, it just blew things up, like because in, in our area, video became so valuable because people couldn't have big weddings mm-hmm. and everyone wanted that documented. I think COVID kind of blew up video all in over general, the world. Yeah. 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 It seems so important now. Um, and then that's, yeah, beginning of, yeah, well, that's when things kind of just got crazy. Mm -hmm. 2020, we got so busy. And then by 2021, I went full time with the business and then, yeah, also graduated, got my degree last year and then said goodbye to that lifestyle. Now it's it's full on, (laughs) full on just video now. And I couldn't be more happier for sure. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. It's like... It's with both of you guys. It, it seems like it, it's the creative pull is just sort of you've sort of like just sort of stumbled into these mm-hmm. things like kind of naturally mm-hmm. and playing off certain off certain strengths and being okay to kind of like let plans go um, and just like sort of like go where the wind takes you with these things. And I, totally. I find it quite interesting, Jonah, that you mm-hmm. have obviously found an affinity with the video side and with weddings, and you guys obviously work so well. T- together but that you didn't like jump straight into photography kind of from the get-go it kind of took video to make you go yeah kind of like yeah oh yeah this is this is where i kind of fit yeah for sure in this this little yeah yeah it's true man yeah Yeah, even though i like dragged you to a few weddings and you uh did some photography you really didn't like i didn't think it was my thing yeah you weren't in love with it with weddings until you picked up a, a video camera yeah i think just the different creative output from filming really just it was something i never really well i just never tried before and Mm -hmm. it totally was different than photography and now i even love photography more than i did before yeah because it's just so different um than video Mm -hmm. i think also maybe because you have a music background um i mean obviously there's music involved in creating films but just the audio side of it and you can just you know, it's so different than mm-hmm. photography creating through video. So yeah, 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 all the different elements. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, interesting. I would love to know, like, now obviously we've, you know, you brought in video twenty nineteen. COVID hit. Everyone's sort of scrambling and finding their feet and figuring out all sorts of shit. And we're sort of two years down the line from that now. Like, how have you guys settled in, settled into? Um, you know, the Augusts as, as this kind of like photo video pairing of you guys, like how would you describe, um, I guess like, you know, the, the style of what you create, who's your ideal couple, how have you sort Mm -hmm. of landed on what the brand is now post, Mm -hmm. you know, post COVID, whatever the fuck that means. That's a, that's a good (laughs) good question. (laughs) That's a great question. Um, it it really seems like the, this whole process to where we are now went really quickly Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, even just looking back, I'm like, it's crazy when um, just trying to keep up with it. I mean, obviously we manage it well, but just the the progression from from where we started to here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like when it comes to like ideal client, we especially maybe two years ago, we were, we wanted everything to look a certain way rather. But now we are really focused on um, the actual story side and what. The couple specifically well rather what what fits their personality and so yeah i think like when we think about our ideal client um like we really we think about someone a couple who is keen to like share their story and uh feels like they connect with our work and they're connecting with us um we don't really care if it's a huge wedding or a tiny elopement um, or where it is, we just want the couple to be excited to tell their story mm-hmm. and to to work with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times, especially before, and I think it is important to niche down, of course. Um, but we have found kind of our clientele isn't like a, a spe- specific type, like just elopements or just big weddings or just like you know high end fancy looking weddings or backyard weddings. We kind of really attract people from all different types of backgrounds, all mm-hmm. different types of visions. And one thing that we constantly get over and over again from couples that um, uh, that they tell us and, and why they connect with our work is that each video they watch 
they say how it's very specific to that couple mm -hmm. and they can't compare it to the previous one that they watched. Mm -hmm. And so that's really important to us that like we, we love attracting people from all these different types of vision points and yeah, yeah. creating something beautiful for them. Nice. I love that. Um, and I, I, I want to d dive into more like on, on how you like approach that, that process of like, you know, learning about your, your, uh, couples and kind of figuring out like how you uh yeah approach that that process of, of making those films for them but um before mm -hmm. i really kind of dive into your your specific process um i'd love to know kind of like <clears throat> each of your i guess what each of you kind of bring to the mix kind of like because i think mm -hmm. Rebecca, because you kind of started in with with, with photography, and there was that mm -hmm. dynamic of like Jonah was sort of like helping you out to start with, and you sort of like you kind of like set the set the ship on its course when it came mm -hmm. to like the you know the 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 wedding business. Like, um, <clears throat> do you feel like you you guys have settled into like kind of uh, a I guess. Uh, a combination of, of each of your kind of styles or Jonah, do you feel like you've kind of like mm. uh, naturally sort of like slotted into the course mm. that Rebecca already set with the kind of vision for the, for the brand? I feel like we have really like, like in the last couple of years, we've really honed a creative process that both of us uh, work with. Um, I mean, we literally spend 99% of our time together. So we're on the same wavelength in like a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and even our creative process and how we like how we film and photograph on the wedding day, how we interact with the couple and then how we put it all to pull it all together um, in, in the editing process, I think mm -hmm. is is quite similar. Of course, we have our own um, things, but we also bounce ideas off of mm -hmm. each other like constantly. Yeah. So I'll be, you know, getting him to to leave the office and come check on my uh, gallery um, multiple times yeah. throughout the editing process. And likewise, you'll do yeah. the same. Like, And I think that's, that's something that's really special as for us is that we can actually um, help each other make, you know, the finished gallery and, and the finished video, the best it can possibly be just getting that other perspective. Mm -hmm. Because it, I can imagine if I was just editing, editing a video by myself, no other input, I think it's great at the end. And then, I can imagine that I'm probably missing something that's important or there's something I should be taking out. And so getting Rebecca's opinion on the video like makes a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. When it comes to, because I always like to ask this question from, from my guests, when it comes to like finding inspiration um, for, you know, like how you, how you guys fill up your um, creative cup, um, do you feel like it's, you're getting inspiration from uh, similar places. Do you guys like have the same hobbies? Like um, where are you sort of each drawing sort of bits of bits of inspiration from, especially outside of weddings, but even outside of mm -hmm. photography and videography? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, music's still a huge part of my life. Um, I don't, I don't play nearly as much as I did, but love listening to music, listen to it all the time when, yeah, especially when we're driving on road trips to weddings. Um, that's always inspiring. Just, yeah, I I tend to, when I'm in the edit, I tend to lean to certain styles that are very kind of like pull on your emotions. And so I get a lot of inspiration from, from that. And then, of course, like typical answer, but movies, mm -hmm. we, yeah, I used to be like, I would never watch TV, never. That was just not part of my life. But once I got into filmmaking, I... Can it's, appreciate, like, yeah. The, I spend a lot. Well, shouldn't say I spend hours watching, but <laughs> doesn't everybody? <laughs> we watch a lot of Netflix. I'll say that much. And um, there's just so many beautiful shows and and how things are filmed or mm -hmm. colored or the storyline, and so just get so much inspiration from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we also like get a lot of inspiration, which was I guess challenging a little bit uh, during COVID, but by traveling. I mean, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people do. Um, but like you, especially you're always wanting to like do, even if, if it's in like just within BC or Canada. Um, mm -hmm. but we love seeing new places, meeting new people. Um, yeah, I think that gives us a lot of inspiration and just kind of opens up our world for, mm -hmm. for more like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And we also, which is really important as a creative, 
um, going for walks. So <laughs> usually every day we go at home, we, we try to go for two walks a day, morning and afternoon or evening. And that really, well, more so gives our brain and our body a break from like being, you know, hunched over and mm-hmm. focusing on a screen. And it kind of just like um, refills us. And so when we come back to the edit or whatever we're working on, we can um, be more inspired. So I think physical activity is important. And, and so that our step count isn't like 100 at the end of the day because it's <laughs> yeah, right. happened before. <laughs> oh, wait, way too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. Awesome. Um, amazing. Well, I would love to now dive into your process. And I think we'll sort of be sort of um, diving in and out like this throughout the whole um conversation i think sort of like obviously talking about times where uh both the photo and video side of your work is quite synergistic but then also like how it sort of differs and offers a unique perspective so i think it's going to be quite interesting to sort of um just yeah hear from you guys Mm -hmm. about how you work together as this husband and wife photo video team how that all comes together because i think there's something to to learn there um, even for you know, for someone like me who is like solo videographer, I'm, I'm only really thinking about video, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always working with a photographer. So, mm-hmm. uh, like learning from you know someone like you guys um, who obviously have developed this really synergistic relationship, I think there's a lot to learn mm-hmm. there. So um, mm. yeah, I'd love to yeah. just go down the line and just kind of start right at the beginning and how you guys uh, deal with talking with your. Uh, couples, what's the process like sort of before the wedding day? How are you guys sort of getting warmed up to your couples and learning about them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what we usually do, even just right from before we we, uh, book a client in, uh, we we always want to have a conversation. So it's usually over Zoom. And this helps us connect with them. And we think that connection is really important, especially if we want to successfully tell their story. So we always start with that. Um, get connected, learn more about them, learn about the relationship, like how, you know, how the proposal went, what's important to them, what they do in their spare time. Um, and then after they're booked in, we we have like um, a storytelling questionnaire that we send out. Um, this is more focused on the video part. So this will gather information um, regarding like their favorite style of music or like movies or poems or books they really like. Um, and then like a question like out of all of our videos on our site, which ones do you connect with the most? And that's really important. So we know because all of our videos are so different and specific to um, the couple that we can gather like which ones actually drew them to us in the first place and what style kind of um, works best for them. Um, and then we have a question like uh like 50 years from now, what do you want to remember about your day? And then this really gets them thinking and giving us information about important events on the actual day. Um, and then we also gather like extra um, material if we can, like their proposal if they have it or um, some photos from their travels or just... Or even different. like home videos from when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. I love it when people like still have those. I love I love watching them and incorporating them into the the film. I think it just makes it just that much more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's always yeah. fun when when clients have that. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's nice to add that in. Um, and then we ask questions like because yeah, if about culture, cultural backgrounds, if they're including parts of their culture on the wedding day, and if it's like a new culture that we're not familiar with. This gives us that um, time beforehand to research and learn about like different types of ceremonies and stuff um, and how to capture that. And then we also, one that's really important, um, and I'm glad we add this in, is we ask if clients are going to add anything or make honorable mentions about like loved ones that have passed away. Because it seems to be kind of often that Clients mm-hmm. will, you know, mention their parents on the wedding day that are passed away or just important people. Yeah, grandparents, important people to their lives. And when we know that in advance, we can focus on that and, and filming, and photographing that. And then sometimes we ask if they want to, like, if they want to include a photo of that person or just something that we can add into the video. Um, and then these are all just kind of general questions to 
to try to tell a better story. Um, and then if they don't want to include anything, they can leave that blank. But it's important for us to do as much pre-production mm-hmm. as we can so we don't go into a wedding completely blind. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely has elevated our our films. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it sounds like you guys obviously have different things that you obviously need from the couple. There's obviously more storytelling sort of sides um, um, that you need for video. Are you guys like um, still doing this whole process like sort of, you know, together as one voice or do you sort of sort of like, you know, split up? Are there emails specifically to the couple that are just about – um, video-y stuff or is it all still very much one sort of you know yeah. unified voice yeah for or, sure I'd say it's like pretty like unified we have our own mm-hmm. like roles that we kind of stick with in the business I definitely do the majority of the emails um, where I mean I think you were communicating with with Ben but yeah Rebecca does <laughs> I do most of like the client client uh, logistics so it, stuff if it, yeah because if I was doing the emails it would literally take like an hour <laughs> to do one response and Rebecca's like, what are you doing just sitting in there? Like, So she ta- has taken on that role and it's much better for our business for sure. Yeah, but the storytelling stuff, like that's like a video questionnaire. So yeah. we'll send that out to just our video clients. Um, it's still coming from from me. but um, mm-hmm. And we have all of those questionnaires and things we send out automated through our CRM. So that also helps a lot just getting it sent out at the right time mm-hmm. before their wedding. Yeah. It sounds like there's there's... Elements that you, especially for video, you um, try and tailor specifically t- towards certain couples. And if certain cu- couples lean towards certain styles, you kind of like adapt the style of the film to kind of like uh, to suit that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is that happening on the photo side? And if not, mm-hmm. do you find it, Rebecca, do you find it like, uh, I guess, d- does it, does the constantly sort of changing styles get in the way of your mm. creative process or do you kind of just like, mm-hmm. obviously you do kind of flow with that, but like what's the sort of dynamic there for you? Yeah, for sure. I think definitely like, n- like not as much, of course, like clients are attracted to uh, my photos usually by the way I edit them. Um, and then of course also just like whatever they see the couples doing in the images. Um, but yeah, I think just naturally because video requires so much more, like story and so much more um uh elements elements um yeah i i think i don't necessarily have quite the variety when i when i edit and deliver the galleries but um yeah i think the reason why uh, your videos like is your each of your videos are so unique to the couple is because of what happened on the wedding day what they said what they did what it looked like um mm-hmm. the cultural differences that they they had or celebrated um, so of course I'm photographing all of that. So yeah, of course I want each gallery to um, be unique to the couple. But I, I think in the creative uh, like freedom when you're editing, I think mine's maybe a little bit more cohesive amongst all my all my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I have a question for you now, Jonah, um, mm-hmm. because uh, hearing your process sounds very similar to how I kind of work now and certainly how I used to work where I had this kind of kaleidoscope of styles that I had a lot of quite different couples sort of engaging with different mm. elements of of um, my work and go like some couples wanted more kind of party stuff and some wanted more romantic mm-hmm. stuff and I tried to um, uh, try to sort of like uh, you know lean each of the styles of the films towards each of the couples and kind of, and kind of um, offered that as a, as a, as a strength. And it's sort of like now after doing that for a few years, I'm sort of slowly starting to slot more and more into a kind of a niche. Do you feel like you're on that kind of trajectory after sort of doing lots of different styles of films? Do you find Mm -hmm. yourself kind of like naturally, um, having an affinity with more of a, more of a certain style. And do you think you're going to sort of um, use this process of, of sort of adapting to all the different couples to kind of Mm -hmm. naturally kind of find your lane? I would like to say so, but it's interesting because I feel like I was more niched when I first started. That's what I was going to say. I was very focused on very like cinematic, beautiful, 
um, shots that it was just like, and that's why people wanted me, like wanted to hire us. Um, we, we, yeah, grew really quick because of that specific style is very focused on that. And not a lot of people seem to be doing that around here. Um, and, and, but then after time, like I, I'm the type of personality I am, I'm so focused on growing and adapting and getting better and, and being creative, creatively fulfilled. So I started trying different things, like more in, in including documentary style, like raw stuff, shaky stuff, stuff that at, for, in the beginning, I would have been like, no way I am not, I'm scrapping that. Like that's not going in the film. But now I'm so I love it so much. It's so raw mm-hmm. and it just brings a totally different feel, a totally different emotion into the film. So now I'm like blending that with, you know, I'll have I'll have like, you know, 20 seconds that are so cinematic and beautiful and like interesting. And then I'm jumping next and scene is like super raw, mm-hmm. totally different style. Um, so I feel like I've, I've branched more out. I mean, I think people when they look at our uh, at our work, my work, they still think it's cohesive um but mm-hmm. each video is i really like just cater it to what actually happened on the day and when moments need room to breathe um instead of like i would take a moment that you know was a couple minutes long that happened and i would take the best little bits and cut it down to like five ten seconds of that that's how i used to do it. but now i'm like if that moment needs a whole minute mm-hmm. to really convey the message of, yeah, I'll, I'll just give it. And it definitely lengthens the films, but it doesn't, it's still engaging that people aren't checking out while they're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll come back to like niching to a specific style, but I've been having a lot of fun just exploring like different ways of editing, different ways to um, convey or like elicit emotion um in the viewer uh so yeah yeah. we'll we'll see after like a year or so but yeah i think also like uh like after covid you know after the restrictions started really lifting a lot of our inquiries were like like a lot of the videos i see on your site are very like cinematic and emotional and like smaller ceremonies like have you guys ever done like a bigger wedding and we're like well that's just because the last two years have we've only been allowed to (laughs) to have small celebrations So I think like even this year and going into next year, we've been getting a lot of inquiries where they're like, we just want to party at our wedding. We just want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just so excited to have everybody there, um, everyone together. Finally, we've postponed this for two years. And yeah, the energy at weddings this year has just been been, it's been so, so different than the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, so I think your your films have kind of. Uh, yeah, there, I've been I would be I was more on the emotional side like a whole film before yeah very like cinematic moving and you know piano strings and all of that but now because weddings are so different Mm -hmm. definitely have i've branched out into like fun and exciting when necessary Mm -hmm. um and yeah like humorous moments and all of that which which is a lot of fun to edit for sure Mm -hmm. yeah well it certainly seems like there's a need for fun now after the last yeah, few years. for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we're not mad about it at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. No, it's, and, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to, I guess, uh, that last question wasn't trying to, I guess, project any kind of, uh, you know, process onto you. I was just, I was just sort of interested right. to see, just to see how people's processes um, de- develop over time and, and where you kind of see your, yourself, uh, um, moving yeah and just developing over oh, time yeah, i just find it find it really really interesting um i'd love to know how you guys now work on the, on the day um and yeah what's that kind of balance like and also are you always working together or are you often booking jobs like separately um or or is yeah. it always kind of a package deal it's, like how do you guys sort of yeah so last on, couple on years it would be like half um photo and video and then like our bookings, half of them would be together. And then um, other times we would just be doing photo or video and assisting each other. So we have quite a bit of experience working with other um, photographers. And or videographers. Videographers. Um, moving forward, all of our bookings for next year are together. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe later on we'll take a couple just solo yeah. ones. Yeah, we recently hired on a few like associate uh, shooters who can take on any inquiries that we get that are maybe just photography or just video. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we'll still edit that. So that's been kind of cool to 
Because we don't we don't want to say no to people who are like excited about what they see on our mm-hmm. on our website or anything. And I mean, we we want to work with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's been really cool. We're able to do to do both. But yeah, we've shot a few weddings like, uh, or we've sh- like separate weddings on the same day. Yeah. Where we're. Um. But we did yeah. that maybe three or four times, and we like working together. Way yeah. Better. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's fun to work together. Yeah, for sure. So what is it? What is it like on the day? Um, a few guys, and especially like, how do you sort of each balance what each of you need, and and what, what does that look like? It's it's mainly me being like Rebecca, I need your help right now. <laughs> <laughs> or there's I'm trying so, to I'm so trying so to talk ge- to you, and you're trying to set yeah, up like four like, cameras. <laughs> I have way too much gear to set up by myself. I'm like, oh, the <laughs> flowers are so pretty. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I would say uh, our flow on the day is it's pretty smooth. Like, um. We we go to um, the girl, the bride getting ready together, and the groom getting ready together, um, and we just communicate with each other like what we need um, at what time, um, and then yeah, what else would you say with that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we've we've got it down uh, for the most part. We know we usually know where each other is and and what shots um, each other will want to be getting. Um, and I mean, we've talked about the wedding, of course, before we get there. So we already have an idea of, uh, what kind of vibe we're going for, what kind of things we're going to be focusing on. Um, mm-hmm. if there's different things about the day, how we're going to shoot that together. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think what's nice about working together doing photo and video, especially during, um, really like live moments, like the ceremony was super important the first kiss, vows, all that stuff. We know where each other is going to be at mm-hmm. all times. And just by glancing, we can maneuver to get the shot that we mm-hmm. both need. And we found that even with tons of communication, working with other photographers or videographers, that can just be like thrown out the door during the actual moment. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm set up perfectly. I've already communicated where I'm going to be for the first kiss. And then like the photographer might run two feet from the bride and groom right in the shot to get a tight or something. And we working together, we can completely avoid mm-hmm. that happening because... Yeah. We, um, yeah, but I still would say when we work with others, communication is so important to try Mm -hmm. to avoid any mishaps. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own flow of how they shoot a wedding and the more you work with someone, the more you'll learn their flow and the more Mm -hmm. they'll learn yours. So I think it just naturally, even with other vendors, the more we work with other vendors, the more we know where they're going to be, um, like at the ceremony. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're so used to working together at this point. We always know where we're going to be and, and we can we do a lot of you know head head nods and yeah. uh, that sort of thing Get to out of the way. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've yeah. seen some people with like well we've seen walkie talkies for couples who shoot weddings together or like the air, Apple Watch thing they'll pieces. do the walkie talkie yeah. thing on that um, but yeah we've we've just done like eye signals and yeah sometimes we don't exactly know what we're <laughs> what yeah. we're referring to but usually you, usually that gets you the think message I'm across saying yes, but I'm saying no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> Has there been an adjustment to say? Because I imagine, Rebecca, you pre-bringing in video solidly, you would be working with couples to develop um, the the timeline and kind of work mm-hmm. with them. So, like, you know, I need this much time and stuff. Has has the has your approach to laying out the timeline changed since really sort of bringing in video quite heavily? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, video needs needs more time for setup in a lot of areas. Um, especially the ceremony, um, and then just figuring out all the audio sources. So making sure that the bride can be mic'd if her dress allows for it. And, um, yeah, the officiant, the groom or whoever. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think we just generally, we give a little bit more, uh, buffer time in between events and we, we make sure that we're communicating that with the client. Um, but yeah, I think Mm -hmm. schedule wise, that's probably the main the main thing mm-hmm. is the ceremony and just making sure you have enough time to, you know, set up all of your all your gear. And it gives me a good amount of time to make sure I'm capturing the ceremony before people get there, because sometimes that's not always something that people um, mm-hmm. schedule for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, and we both shoot solo, like when we're working together, so we don't have second shooters. So it's nice to put that into the schedule to give ourselves plenty mm-hmm. of time to make sure that we're fully prepared. Yeah. Outside of like um, obviously allowing time for you, Jonah, to set up tripods and stuff for um, ceremony and speeches, is there any other times that you guys actively kind of split up during the day? And 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 is is it clearly like 
video clearly needs to do this and photo is quite happy doing something else or mm. is it mostly mm. just together? I think mostly together. Yeah, for the most part. Um, maybe mm. like, yeah, like you said, speeches. Obviously, you're focused on the the speaker yeah. and I'm kind of walking around getting some candids. But Yeah, or like yeah, during setup, sometimes we're doing separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, most events, like a portrait session, we, we do it together. And it's nice to, um, you know, focus on the photo side for, you know, like a few minutes and switch to video and go back and forth because um, we're both looking for different things like sometimes mm-hmm. we'll be shooting at the same time but kind of it's a different totally it's different. totally different you're getting them to do way more movement and more, yeah more movement giving them yeah it's not like super pose it's giving them you know i, I will uh um give them direction to do something mm-hmm. but then not say anything for a while and just let them enjoy the moment mm-hmm. and i think that looks the most natural mm-hmm. with photo you can be more um like precise with what you want them to do um because it's a still image yeah but, yeah yeah that is something I, would, I do want to go on before we kind of um uh, uh break for ads i do want to uh quickly um talk a little bit more on that whole process of the you know creative photo shoot side of things um because i'd love to know how you guys manage directing the couple whether you just literally just take turns like now it's mm-hmm. video time now it's photo time or have you sort of come up with some hybrid method of directing that allows you both to get what what, what you need mm-hmm. you know, in any given yeah. moment i think generally like we we do a little bit of everything we do usually i'll start with photography um and i'll just start doing some easy stuff and and uh like when I, whenever I do a pose with them, I'll ask Jonah, like, hey, do you want this? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, oh, no, I have an idea for something else. And then mm-hmm. you go do your own thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rarely are we like both shooting at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's probably more so like if you're setting them up for something with video and I'm like, oh, that looks sick. Then I'm trying to like shoot over your mm-hmm. shoulder or something like that. But usually we have a vision um, yeah, for ourselves that we want to get and we're doing them. them yeah. Separate. It's kind of like allotted times where we're doing our own thing and then between switching they're like it's it's like bleeding into the next person yeah for sure so it's like there will be times where we're both doing the same thing yeah but um yeah Yeah. gives each other like a chance to like when you're doing some video stuff i'll be looking at the back of my camera just scrolling through the shots i just got um seeing what else i need that sort of thing so it gives a good moment for each of us to kind Mm -hmm. of think about the next shot that we want and be Mm -hmm. really intentional with it um, and that's something that we like to communicate. Like sometimes when we are doing just video, we'll have that conversation with the photographer beforehand and be like, hey, like we found it works best for you to do your shots. And then before you move on to the next pose, just ask us if we want to want to film that or a variation of that. Um, yeah. We've found that 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 just makes everyone happier and we all get get to have um, mm-hmm. direction. Yeah. 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 Flow's the best for sure. Yeah. I would love to know and... Uh, yeah, if there isn't a, a solid answer, that's all good. But I would love to know if you've sort of figured out when you're like when you're doing a photo posing, Jonah. If you're looking at that, going, mm, I don't really need that. Versus, oh, yep, I would love to sort of shoot, shoot over your or your your shoulder or get a video version of it, and vice versa. If Jonah's doing something video focused, Rebecca, if you're looking at him going, oh, I don't really need a photo of that, or oh, yep, I would love that. Do you have you guys sort of figured out what it is about like what makes a pose like good for video and not good for photo, and then good for photo and not good for video? If mm. that makes sense, because I think that yeah. would be good for videographers to um, sort of maybe wrap their heads around when they're working with photographers to understand like what's what's the kind of directions they're going to going to work for both of us, and what's something that you know is not going to really suit the photographer, mm. and and know that you're sort of actively sort of taking time away from then just to be good to sort of like keep things yeah. in your mind it's really important or or what works good for photo and video at the same time are uh, movement shots mm-hmm. so those are all a little A wide all, wide yeah, movement shots those will always work good for both yeah um but i think when it comes to video uh, it also depends on style like some people they do their portrait session for video very posed and very mm-hmm. not even with much movement like a, you know the couple looking stern into the camera or looking off into the distance and that's that's a total 
that's great. That's a stylistic approach. Um, I've always kind of leaned towards movement brings the most emotion, um, especially when um, putting in those B-roll shots over vows or other moments in the day. Having movement helps move the film forward. Um, so I'm focusing on on that. How can I make the couple have a moment? Um, and then yeah, photo. I think usually like for me, kind of how I I decide what I think he'll want and what I want is if we're getting a wide shot, we can both do it at the same time. That's great. But if we're doing a tight shot, like a tight like a shot of the bouquet or the ring or something like that, it's just easier and better for us to go one at a time. Um, and that's oftentimes Joan is like, oh, let me get a bouquet shot. And I'm like, oh shoot, I, I haven't done that yet. I want to do that. And then I'm trying to like fight with him at the same time. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, I'll just let him get a shot yeah, and then I'll then, do it afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, movement for video is for, for Jonah anyways, is what he's looking for. So there's a few still uh, pose shots that I know that he probably won't need. Um, and I'll just, mm -hmm. I won't, I won't turn around and, and ask him if he wants to get that. I'll just keep moving mm -hmm. through my poses, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Lovely. Oh, that's cool. Good to know. Um, amazing. Cool. Well, um, I would love to now uh, uh, dive into sort of, I guess, some of the editing process. And Jonah, I think we're probably going to end up uh, talking more mm -hmm. from your perspective on this, um, which is cool. But before we do, I'm going to take a quick, quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Studio Ninja is the world's highest rated studio management software. It contains a huge suite of tools from calendar integration and double booking warnings to contract templates and automated client workflows. If you want more time to focus on the creative parts of being a wedding filmmaker and less time on admin, then why not take 50% off when you sign up with the promo code MBWF50 and get your first year of Studio Ninja for as little as $125 US. Cool, so we're back. And um, yeah, I'd love to jump in now on on editing with you guys. Um, Jonah, what does the editing process look like for you in terms of like how do you start, man? How do you sort of like break down break down your shit? Mm -hmm. What's your what's your beginning workflow? Uh, I make well, first I make a pour over coffee, <laughs> um, grab a snack, yes. um, get situated. Um, yeah, so what I like to do is just start with um, the live event stuff so i'll edit the ceremony speeches first look um any moments like that and that helps me find a story first and then once i find the story i i break things up into sections and grab what i think is the best from each of those moments um and then i start to just add things in around that Find the music that fits with the emotion of the storyline, whether it's vows or funny speech or something. Um, and then finding ways to blend it and transition between different feelings of the day. Um, music's the biggest way to do that and sound design. Um, and yeah, to uh, lead into other other parts. But yeah, I usually I would say find the bulk, the the meat first <laughs> and then add in the music and then I'll work on B-roll after that and um, and sound design. All I, I don't wait till the end for sound design. I start doing it all throughout to like elevate a scene um, and see if it fits well into another scene. I would love to dive in a bit more on that because obviously you have the, your background in audio engineering and mm -hmm. music. What sort of, what? how does... How is that skill set sort of, I guess, um, trickled down into your style and, and yeah. your process, do you think? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it's crazy to think that, that it's it's so important that now mm -hmm. what I'm doing, I really am utilizing um, that skill set. But um, yeah, when I was in school, I, th I wanted to be a musician. So I wanted to learn how to record audio to, you know, be a successful musician. To record yourself. To record myself. Um, but while I was studying, we we had a class um, specifically focused on sound design, and it was probably my favorite class. Um, yeah, we would have video that we had to, you know, do sound effects for, sound design, and do all of that, and record oh, yeah, I forgot that one assignment you had where you had a recorder, <laughs> and we were just, like, walking around Vancouver, yeah. like, recording the most Getting, random things. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that was so much fun, and I, I didn't know until that point how important sound design is in... Um, and filmmaking. Um, so yeah, I would say that's huge and it's something 
pretty much since I started filmmaking that I really focused on was how do I use sound to make a film better? Um, and yeah, so I spent quite a bit of time on that, trying to find the right sounds. Um, there are tons of great like online libraries or you can record your own stuff. Or I, I use the scratch audio from um, that I record with with the video too sometimes if it, if it works well. So a hard-hitting question, as someone who is, is, has a background in audio engineering and music, um, looking at most other people's work, where do you think, um, yeah. I guess, sound design falls short? Because I think it's something that a lot of us mm-hmm. uh, either willfully or, or subconsciously neglect a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's a big, big thing. Like for people making highlight films, it's easy to just add music and pretty visuals and then like it feels good it looks good a lot of times even you know potential clients or anyone who's watching will be like oh that was nice that was great but it's it's when you it's when you just add even just a little bit of sound design you start noticing like any sound effects that you you add you start noticing how important it is and then you can't edit films moving forward without it and so I would say that that's one thing. But on the flip side, now that I think people are realizing how important it is um, for wedding films, people are are just going way too yeah. overboard with it. It's so distracting. And I'm like, okay, the, the what you're trying to go for is great and all, mm-hmm. but that's all I can notice right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that sound of wind you're using for the tree, the this tree you're way filming, too way too intense. Not the same type of wind. Not mm-hmm. the same type of leaves. Um, leap sound that you would get so i think you can't just add whatever and and hope and like think that it's it's great <laughs> just because you feel like you have to because that's something i often struggle with uh sound design is it often feels like too much <laughs> i don't know yeah. like you know i feel like i i do my 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 uh my dialogue i do my music and i feel like all the headrooms taken up I don't, I'm not mm. like, I'm still learning right. how to give enough space to bring in sound design in a way that like, I've, I either feel like you can't hear it or it's too intense. <laughs> I yeah, have for quite, sure. like really nailed down that real f- fine balance of like mm-hmm. where it sits kind of comfortably. Yeah. yeah. It's especially hard to find a good fit when, yeah, there is a, um, having audio yeah like vows or whatever moment and then having music as well it's it's hard to add sound design in that into that like without it being distracting mm-hmm. but it's just for those moments just like super faint almost in most cases you you won't even really notice it mm-hmm. or it's like so in the background but depending on what people are listening to the film on it will it adds a lot but yeah, yeah. i think like if you can't notice it then you're you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Like, sometimes Jonah will show me like a video, and then I'll I'll watch it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And he'll be like, did you like the sound design? And I'm like, oh, like you added sound design. And then he'll show it to me without the sound design. And I'm like, yeah, I like yeah, the sound design. Yeah, finding <laughs> so, a way to yeah, subtle is 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 better than overkill yeah, for sure. Definitely, just even if it's if it's anything, it just even just slightly adding, you know, other sound bits in will. T- totally make a difference and i think trying to take as much of the original sound too like will always sound more natural real the real footsteps or whatever that's always going to sound better i think oh yeah even if i can slightly hear my own footsteps in the background i'm like most people aren't going to notice that but just having having that rawness i think is is important Mm -hmm. yeah from my point of view yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) nice i love that um cool cool uh music on the other hand, is something where we obviously all, everyone uses music in their wedding films. I'm not sure of, I'm not aware of <laughs> a wedding filmmaker who doesn't use mu- music in their wedding films. Um, as someone with a music background, um, what's your relationship with the music in your films and how do you go about hunting out, you know, do you have a, I guess, a, a more, nuanced deep approach to music or or is it mm-hmm. i don't know i don't, I don't want to like kind of like lay it out for you i kind of want to hear from yeah. you like what's your approach to is like discovering and finding the right pieces of music for your films 
Yeah, right. It's it's um, always a challenge, especially. I mean, the best best out there right now um, is Music Bed, in my opinion. It gives hashtag sponsored post. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it, they just have the best variety, and some, I wish like, they would sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they have the best variety and some really incredible artists that are quite well known. I find I spend a it can take a lot of time to actually find songs that really fit with the film. Um, and it's the worst when you're like, you find it, you, you find a song and it's like almost there, but not quite. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find something similar. It can be difficult. There are a lot of great like integrations with music bed to, to search for certain genres and in- instruments that are involved in all of that attributes. So that's really helpful. But, um, yeah, for me, I mean, I, I love lyrical music, um, in general, like, cause I, I sing too. So it's, it's nice when you find a song that, you know, has really nice singing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do use quite a few songs that have um, singing involved, as long as it's not um, distracting. But yeah, for the longest time, and I'm breaking out of it now, but I would, I was leaning toward um, instrumental, like kind of cinematic like sound, dramatic. dramatic music. Because it just, I think everyone is drawn to a certain genre of music and that for me especially for wedding films just felt the easiest to start mm-hmm. formulating a story with um especially because there are so many you know uh, emotional moments in a wedding day um but uh yeah i would say that's naturally my go-to um because it it just feels the most connected with me and I, i'm quite a, an emotional person in general too rebecca see me cry <laughs> times. it doesn't take much um I, I can cry really easy i'm very um, uh emotionally impacted by events um music like uh, the other day i was i don't what song was it? Uh, oh, oh yeah God. okay um do you know uh dave matthews have you heard of him Familiar, but I can't. Pick, I can't pick off the top of my head. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's been a musician that's been around for ages. Um, he has this somewhat recent song last couple of years called uh, "Samurai Cop." And anyways, I was listening to it, and then <laughs> next thing you know, I'm bawling. And Rebecca's like, "Are you kidding?" Me? <laughs> we were like on our way out the door, and and uh, I was yeah. locking the door, and I look at Joan, and he's crying, and I was like what is going on yeah. why are you crying and he explained to me and i was like well you got to get it together we yeah. got to go somewhere <laughs> i think we had an important meeting today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason for that is that music it hits something or, or brings out something within us that nothing else can and it's very music's a very personal thing and vulnerable thing so i find when certain songs bring out this nostalgic feeling within or a memory from my past music always um brings out memories in people but that's also why we ask like in the storytelling questionnaire what kind of music they like because we don't want to choose a dramatic cinematic like song of course if they're Mm -hmm. like yeah i really loved this happy upbeat yeah or uh, video that i saw music or like something yeah so yeah once we have that information we can focus on that in the edit and usually i i have found yeah maybe like nine times out of 10, when someone says, I like a certain type of genre of music, their personality kind of fits that genre on the wedding day. So it's easy to find mm-hmm. a song to go with um, with their story. Um, yeah, like usually people are like, I love, uh, or like I'm super fun, upbeat, whatever, or like fun personality, like to goof around. The genre of music that they like is usually something very mm-hmm. upbeat, happy. fun, happy, party. So it's like, oh, that's easy. How their personality on the wedding day really aligns with that genre of music. Um, yeah, so I would say it's it's pretty huge part. Yeah, something I, I like to focus on, try to find the right fit. Cool. Well, team, as we sort of round up close to the end um, of the show now, I'd love to sort of, I guess, come back to the two of you um, and just sort of uh, finish up with a couple of things of of what you've each sort of learned from each other. So maybe, Rebecca, should we start with you around like what have you learned from from, uh, uh, Jonah in terms of of since having him come in to the business and um, work a, a lot a lot closer with you. Mm-hmm. What have you kind of learned from from him and his creative process and videos and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, totally. I think um, I mean, just as he was just explaining, like he's he's impacted by emotional things and he's passionate 
Um, and that's definitely something that I've, I've learned from him is just to, to have fun on the wedding day, lean into what the couples are, are into, um, really try to, try to be relatable. Um, and yeah, just like enjoy the wedding day and make your couples like feel comfortable and that sort of thing. Um, I think I tend to be a little bit more like, um, I don't know, a manager, I want to make sure that like their expectations are met and um, that, you know, everything, I have all my bases covered. Um, You're very organized. Yeah. Jonah really helps me to relax and really enjoy the day. And that can actually like really benefit me because I'm able to be more creative, more intentional with my shots um, instead of just, you know, checking things off the list. And Jonah, what about, what about you? What have you learned from from, Um, Rebecca? So Rebecca's a very... As she was just saying, she's very organized, very assertive, knows how to communicate things well, get the job done uh, right. So that's that's what I've learned from her because I'm more, I've always been more on the shyer and more background in a lot of, it, it depends on the environment, of course, but I haven't, I'm, I'm not really one to assert myself in a situation, but Rebecca's shown me like, if you don't, this will not be done to its best ability and especially on the communication side like if you need something or something's important you have to communicate that to the client you have to make sure that um yeah expectations are met and exceeded if possible so that's a big thing i've learned from rebecca is is to take charge when necessary um get the job done do it do it right do it with confidence and yeah yeah speaks volumes (laughs) amazing yeah Yeah, that's that's fascinating to hear how each of you guys like have sort of i don't know play off different strengths and as of you rebecca you sound like you're much you're like you know you're organized and 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 assertive and you know like what you want and how to get it and and then mm-hmm. genre it sounds like you're sort of i guess more intuitive and and emotional and you're sort of mm-hmm. each sort of feeding off those mm-hmm. strengths back and forward um mm-hmm. which is really cool Mm-hmm. Really cool. Yeah. To hear. yeah. Yeah. It was funny when we were looking over these questions that you sent us uh, just before this chat, we were kind of answering those questions and I was like, wow, we really are like, like we, we have learned the opposite of what our strengths mm-hmm. are from each other, which is mm-hmm. really cool. I think that's, that's why we work really well together on the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of cool to realize that. Yeah. 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 No doubt. Yeah. No, that's wicked. That's amazing. Cause I, again, like it's, it's cool to see from you know a husband and wife team like you guys, um, and especially this kind of like photo video husband and wife team. You guys have like clearly very defined roles, but at the same time, you've obviously developed a way to work really synergistically together and kind of like work with the same couples, but um, offer uh, your different approaches and offer you know different um, outcomes for those couples um, uh, mm-hmm. in your own. You know, in your own ways, uh, which is cool to for again for someone like me to learn. Like I'm always working with a photographer. Um, I've always got that same dynamic, but at the same time, you know, obviously a very different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. learning how you guys have sort of uh, figured out, uh, yeah, your own roles on the day, um, each of your strengths, what you've learned, how you play off a- a- each other, knowing who needs what when. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's something great for us all to learn from. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I just—it's been awesome to hear you guys, uh, have you guys on the show, and um, hear yeah how you work and and how you've sort of come into this uh, this business together, yes, especially throughout COVID and how that's all sort of you know figured itself out quite naturally. It seems you know you've, you've each had your sort of um, various paths through uni and different like. Um, uh, directions you think you've wanted to take and how you've sort of each landed in these little little lanes, I think is mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. cool and, and, and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Well, we've had a great time chatting with you today. Yeah. We really appreciate you taking the time to chat and yeah, it's been awesome. Amazing. Fantastic. Well, um, uh, you guys uh, did mention before the show that you're not quite ready, but soon will be might be branching out mm-hmm. into a bit of me- me- mentoring and stuff so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing when that 
pops up. Um, yeah, for, sure. for, for anyone who does want to um, obviously follow along with what you guys are up to and, and be ready to hear when when, when that does uh, drop, uh, Instagram probably be the best place to yeah, follow you guys sure. and keep up with what you're up to. Um, obviously, we'll have links for that everywhere. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that won't be hard to, to find for people. Um, but yeah, nothing else left to say really other than thank you guys again so much for uh, taking the time to come on the show. It's been great. Thanks for having us. Of course. Us. Thanks so much for having us, man. Cool. Alrighty, guys. Well, that's going to do us for this episode. We'll see you all next time. Bye.